0: Welcome to My American Melting Pot, the podcast for people living multicultural lives. I'm your host, Lori L. Tharps. I'm a black woman married to a Spanish man raising three bilingual, biracial, bicultural children. I'm also an author, a journalist, and an anti-racism educator and consultant. Some people call me a cultural critic, or a pop culture pundit. I call myself a diversity diva, and I'm really glad you're here for the Don't Be Racist series on the My American Melting Pod podcast. This is episode 49 of the podcast, but it's our first official lesson in the Don't Be Racist series. And today's lesson is all about mindset. In order to be an anti-racist warrior, you have to master your mindset. And I'm going to be sharing why and how. But before I do, I want to just spend a few seconds telling you about the sponsor for this episode. Episode 49 is being sponsored by the My American Melting Pot Bookstore on Bookshop.org. Bookshop.org is an online bookstore with a mission to financially support local independent bookstores. Indie bookstores can now open their own online storefront on Bookshop.org and finally compete with Amazon. Other bloggers and content creators like myself can also open their own online storefronts. So, when you purchase a book from the Buy American Melting Pot store, I get a commission, but also 10% of that sale goes to a pool of independent bookstores across the nation as well. So, with one purchase, you could be supporting me and this podcast, as well as your favorite independent local bookstore. So, the next time you're looking for a place to buy your books online, especially books with a multicultural focus, please check out the My American Melting Pot bookstore on bookshop.org. That's at bookshop.org backslash shop backslash My American Melting Pot. You can also just find the link in the show notes or on the My American Melting Pot blog. Thanks. Now let's get to talking about mastering our mindset. Okay, class is officially in session. Welcome to our first official lesson in the Don't Be Racist series. Now, even though people can plug into this series at any time, in any order, I am actually teaching these lessons in progressive fashion. In other words, I'm starting with the easy stuff and we're gonna work our way up to the tough stuff. Okay, so let's get into it. Like I said, our first lesson is about mastering your mindset do master your mindset. Don't come into anti-racism work with the wrong mindset. Let me explain. So think about this. Before you take on any new task or project, you have to master your mindset. The difference between those who succeed with their goals and those who fail often comes down to mindset. But the good thing is we control our mindset. So essentially, we are in control of whether we're going to be successful at something or not. And I want all of you to be successful anti-racism warriors, so we have to master our mindset. People with the right mindset have a clear motivation for what they're trying to do, and they don't give up when obstacles fall in their path. Here's a recent example from my own life that shows the power of mindset. has nothing to do with anti-racism work, but it really shows how having the right mindset can be the difference between success and failure. So for as long as I can remember, I've shied away from learning anything about the stock market. I always thought the stock market was something above my pay grade. It was something that white men in power suits were about. I took one econ course in college because I thought I should but I got a C and promptly forgot everything as soon as the semester was over. When I got my first real job, when it was time to make decisions about my 401k, I literally just signed on the dotted line where somebody told me to and hoped and prayed that everything turned out okay. I completely convinced myself that the stock market didn't concern me and that it was too hard for me to understand and I could go on living my life in blissful ignorance. Well, guess what? I'm almost 50 years old, and I recently looked at my retirement accounts and realized I'm screwed. My first thought was to hire a financial planner. But then I thought, how can I get someone to advise me about my investments and finances when I don't even speak the language of stocks and bonds? I talked to some friends and I started reading some blogs and listening to podcasts to try to figure out what I should do. And I realized there is a lot of people who are considered experts in this area who look like me, Black women, women of color, killing it in the stock market and making sense of the economy. And suddenly, I started realizing that, wait a minute, if these people who look like me have similar backgrounds to myself, if they're killing it in the stock market, they understand the economy, they understand investments and in 401ks, I mean, can't I do the same thing? And that's when my mindset started to shift. I really started to see myself as somebody who could be an expert in, you know, in the stock market. And so I said, well, maybe that could be me and i decided to take a class and unlike my college course i am killing it in this class i'm loving what i'm learning and i'm loving it because i see how it's going to make my life better it's going to help me make really important decisions about my finances and hopefully leave a positive financial legacy for my children and That's all because of my mindset. It's because my mindset changed. I stopped thinking about the stock market as something that didn't concern me. I stopped thinking about it as something difficult, something that was above my pay grade, and started thinking, hey, I can do this. Hey, this is something that's gonna benefit me. And sure enough, that's what's happening. I want you all to do the same thing as anti-racism warriors. First, figure out your why. To be an anti-racism warrior, you have to want it for the right reasons. White people especially, you must fully believe that anti-racism work is going to benefit you. You're doing this work not to save the Black people, save the Latino people, save the colored people. No. You're doing this work because it's going to save society. It's going to benefit you, your family, your neighborhood, your community. It's going to benefit the world. It's going to benefit the economy. It's going to benefit the environment, maybe even your health. Anti-racism work can't be thought of like, it's just something I should do or it's the right thing to do. That's the attitude I went into my econ class with. And look, I got a C and I forgot everything I learned because I wasn't really committed to the work for the right reasons. So you can't think about anti-racism work, particularly as a white person, as some sort of charity work or service work or something to assuage your guilty conscience. Racism is like drunk driving. It hurts everyone. Even if there's just one drunk driver on the road, no one is safe. Well, no one is safe if racists are on the road, if racists rule our society. In a nutshell, if America utilized the full potential of all of its citizens, instead of keeping so many of them, let's say, locked up in prison or languishing in underfunded schools and underpaid and underutilized because of their race or their gender, we would be living in such a better world. If we stay with that drunk driving analogy, we'd be living in a safer world, a world where people weren't fearful, a world where people weren't in danger of being killed by someone else's hubris, right? We waste our greatest asset as a country, which is our human capital, because we are so wedded to racism. I mean, go with me here. The person who could figure out a cure for cancer or COVID could be sitting in a prison cell right now and will never get the benefit of their wisdom. The person who might have a solution for climate change may have been shot last week by the police because he was mistaken for a criminal as he was jogging in his own neighborhood. The next Bill Gates may never donate a dollar because she died while giving birth because her doctors ignored her cries of pain. You see what I'm saying? That anti-racism work isn't just about making it better for your Black friends or your Latino neighbors. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Anti-racism work really uplifts everyone. By being anti-racism warriors, you'll be improving the quality of life for all of America's citizens. And considering that we're living through the horrors of a global pandemic coupled with a civil rights uprising, I think we all want to see a better tomorrow. Am I right? So that's your why. To mastering your mindset. Now, what about the how? How do you master your mindset? How do you get to the point where you really truly believe those things that I was just saying? How do you get yourself beyond thinking, oh, I should just do this because it's the right thing or I feel guilty so I should do something? How do you do that? Guess what? I'm not going to give you the exact answer. I'm not going to tell you how to master your mindset with the step-by-step process. I mean, I could give you a bunch of ideas and theories, but it's not really necessary because you already know how. I'm going to bet that you've already mastered your mindset around hard things before. I mean, if you've taken up yoga, if you started drinking green smoothies, all of that had to be done because you were convinced somehow that these things would enhance your life. I mean, you don't just start tying yourself up in strange knots because a yogi told you that was the right thing to do. You don't start doing fire breaths out of your nose and just understand that it's automatically going to be great for you. You have to change your mindset and saying to yourself, this really must be good for me. So I'm going to do the work until it feels good to tie myself up in knots. It feels good to blow fire breath out of my nose. If you started eating kale, like putting this bitter, hard leaf into your salads or into your smoothies, that couldn't have come naturally. You had to read something or someone had to tell you about it and you had to change your mindset to saying, hey, even though this hard, bitter, green leaf tastes like trash, I'm still going to eat it because I know it's good for me. You already mastered your mindset in these different ways. And we do it all the time. We read, we talk to experts, we consult our friends, we get a coach, we take a class, we get accountability partners, all of the above. Whatever it takes, just do it. I know you can do it. And I know you've done it before. So now you have to do it again. You have to give yourself the same treatment that you would do for any of these other lifestyle changes that you have. Probably incorporate it over the years and do it with the anti racism work. So let's recap. Simple lesson today master your mindset. One, get your head in the game. Make sure you're coming to anti racism work because it's good for you, your family, and the world. You're not doing this work to save the colored people, you're saving yourself because racism hurts everyone. Two, figure out your how. Give yourself a pep talk, pray on it, meditate, read, hire a coach, keep listening to this podcast, whatever you have to do to make sure that those beliefs about why anti-racism work is important for everybody, just keep doing what you have to do. Put it on repeat, put it in a podcast, whatever, just keep doing that, whatever works for you. Now, number three, the other thing that helps with mastering your mindset is actually just doing the work doing the action, you know, doing a little bit of yoga, having one kale smoothie a week, start with baby steps. And here's your first assignment that can be your first baby step. Educate yourself this week by watching one documentary about racial inequality in the United States. I'll leave some ideas for you in the show notes, but that's it. That's a first step is to educate yourself by watching one documentary over the course of this next week about racial inequality. You think you can do that? I know you can. That's it. Class is over. Master your mindset. Now, give yourself a pat on the back for showing up today, and I'll see you next Friday. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you for tuning in to this special anti racism series. I promise to be back next Friday with a new lesson and a new assignment. In the meantime, if you want to share some feedback about this episode, feel free to leave a comment on the show notes page on myamericanmeltingpot.com. And please don't forget to check out the My American Melting Pot bookstore on bookshop.org. There are several books there that any anti-racism warrior will find insightful and entertaining, including some great titles for parents raising anti-racist kids. Links for the bookstore will also be in the show notes. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode of this important series. And please tell your friends about it too. The more anti-racist warriors fighting the good fight, the better. And I always say, like watching a good Netflix series, anti-racism work is better done with a friend. Okay? And if you're looking for more inspiring content from me, follow me on Instagram at Lori L. tharps or on Twitter at Lori tharps. Thanks! My American Melting Pot is produced by me, Lori L. Tharbs. Our editor and technical director is Brad Linder. Our theme music was composed by Sumi Tanoka. Thanks again for listening, and always remember to live your life in color. Also, vote, vote, vote!